Live from the NFL Scouting Combine in Indianapolis, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. All right, welcome back to Indianapolis here at the NFL Scouting Combine. Bo and Z and Luminaries. That's right. Again, Coach Stefanski joining us. By the way, the first time, it's been, what, four years ago. Yeah. You walked up in this thing. Yeah. And then on Monday. They were on in our, our studio. That's yeah. right. In our the quarter desk. zip. The Still rocking it. And when rocking I saw it, timeless. I haven't worn it since I saw Nathan wear it. Well, <laughs> smart. Jeez. That's fine. I'll take it over. Don't make it. Don't give give it this much joy. He doesn't need it. When you have a shot to take, you take. You take. That's right. Shoot or shoot. Are you at all jealous? Z showed you the pictures of our hoodies. Yeah, those are great. Beautiful. The cream. cream. Yeah, well done. Brad Mellon gets credit for those. That's right. Yeah, that's right. We. I mean, we were. We were hot on the trail, as you know, for years and years and years and years, and never came to fruition. In fact, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but down in Atlanta. This year, I was doing pregame TV, and out comes Strutton. I mean, with a, a dip, a strut, Brad Mellon in the white. Mm, yeah. And then he Not everybody us. can pull that off. He no. teased us with that for a while, then nothing, and then finally we ended up with the cream. He yeah, made it right. Is. He made it right. He did. He's a fine man. Mer- thorough. Yeah. Merch makes the world go around, doesn't it? it oh, does. there's no it doubt. Does, man. It brings so much joy. <laughs> it does. It brings a lot of joy. A lot of joy. The – um. The quarterbacks make the world go round as well, and we had our guy for six this this year. Uh, as you look back, Kevin, on that time and just such a chaotic mm-hmm. experience, I'm sure, all season long. I know you guys had a plan for it and you executed that plan. Um, as you look back on it, would you change anything? Was there anything that could have been done different? What did you make of the six with Watson? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you, you win three, you lose three. So certainly there's, you know, that's right down the middle. You want to do better. So there's always things that I feel like we could do better. There, there's things that we can do better as a team, you know, ODK. Uh, there's definitely things I can do better. And, and of course, things that Deshaun can do better. And um I've seen it. I've seen him do it in practice. I've seen it do, him do it in games. Uh, he did things that that very few people on this earth can do. So he's more than capable. Uh, I'm excited for him. I'm excited about the work he's about to put in to this thing. But uh, that's really where it comes back to with him. He, he's a he's a gym rat. He wants to get better, and, and I have no doubt that he will. So he, I, I talked with Chris Sims. We actually played the interview prior to you coming on yesterday about something that Deshaun said on that podcast with uh, Quincy Avery, and it was that. He was used to in Houston calling out everything, mm-hmm. do, being responsible for everything. He set the mic. He set the protections. He did it all. And there are two schools of thought, right? Mm-hmm. That's Bill O'Brien, Patriots, you do it all. And then there are others, which in ours, the offensive line actually takes over a lot of that responsibility when you have a guy like Bill Callahan. And Chris Sim said, you know, when I was in Tampa, I did everything. And then I mm-hmm. went to Tennessee, and they had Munchak. And, mm-hmm. like, you don't have to worry about mm-hmm. that. How, how does that come to be, number one? What would you say the balance is in the league? And then what would you say are the pros and cons for a quarterback in the two different styles. Yeah, both, in this case, in this scenario, both cases work. Uh, you know, it's just a matter of what you choose to do. You know, with the quarterback, the line may point out the mic. You don't get a demerit if you also point out the mic. You know, if that's part of sure. your process. So, uh, for Deshaun, it's trying, and our quarterbacks, it's taking a little bit off of their plate. Now, when you're the quarterback, when you're the trigger man, you are ultimately responsible for everything. So, you have what we call the trump card. And you can come in at any point and change a protection or, or move it th- this way. Uh, and that's why 
Deshaun and our quarterbacks spend so much time in that meeting room to get to know exactly all right, where are we going with this protection? Where are we going in the run game? I think you wouldn't believe how much responsibility falls on the quarterback to get the runs uh, correct because, as you can imagine, the center come, comes out. He may point the mic, but he also is bent over the ball. He's getting ready to snap the ball. He doesn't have the viewpoint that the quarterback has. So that's where ultimately you give the quarterback a ton of uh, leeway, but you also, if you can, take as much off his plate because playing quarterback's pretty darn hard. If there's some small things you can take off the plate, you try and do that. That's trust. That's what you just described. Yeah. That's full trust. And that's For sure. Familiarity and, and, and more. It's just rep it a billion times. And it comes from time. Study. I mean, I can't tell you, uh, you know, in the course of a given week, how much time the center and the quarterback spend together and talk about protections. I mean, we have, we, we devote full meetings to it, full walkthroughs to it. So it's, uh, it is a process with these defense coordinators, how good they are, you know, on these fronts. They're giving you all sorts of different looks. I'm, I'm, we are very fortunate to have Coach Callahan, Alex Van Pelt, guys that are really – you know, the protection doctors, if you will, uh, to make sure that we're always on the same page. Because at the end of the day, you know, that defense may bring one more than you can handle. But as long as you know that from the quarterback position, now you have some uh, options at your disposal to, to uh, try to negate that advantage the defense may have in that moment. Going back and watching the season and watching Jacoby, watching Deshaun, and the differences, you know, and what Deshaun did in Houston, what he's asked to do in Houston, what he does here, it felt like to me, and you can say you're a bozo, but it felt like to me I do. Jacoby was very good at taking the layups, and I feel like our offense provides a lot of layups to help you move the ball down the field. And in Houston, Deshaun was kind of a lot of times it was drop back and make something awesome happen. Not that there weren't layups given in the mm-hmm. offense, but – there were certainly times on tape this year where there were easier plays that he could have made in called under two and a half seconds that sometimes he would elongate. Do you feel like he put a lot of pressure on himself because it was only six games to do so much, or is it never being in a system like this? That Because once he's has those layups become the layups again, mm-hmm. the sky's the limit, right? Yeah, you know, I, I think with great quarterbacks, you know, Deshaun has the ability to make some plays that I certainly we can't teach. Uh, there's also throws that he can make that very few on this earth can make. Uh, so you're always, when you have that ability, you are going to try to, uh, you know, there are some throws that you're going to try to throw in there that maybe others can't. So you, you don't want to take that away from a quarterback. You don't want a quarterback to play ultra careful. Now, no, sure. you do want to play smart. Uh, and when and you, we have so many reads where you're really you're working top down and, and you're trying to hit the big one. If it's not there, you come down, you make a decision. So were there times that we could have uh, taken that? Sure, of course. There's there's every game that, that's going to be in, in, in every game for every quarterback. But uh, I think Deshaun has a very good understanding of our system, what we're trying to get done. Um, and I think he's excited about some of the things that we're doing moving forward. And AVP back into that room, Drew, obviously off to Arizona. Great move for him to be able to go be a coordinator. It's cool to see that happen. Uh, but AVP back in there, and we you heard from Deshaun in the interview a lot of – he liked that move a lot, obviously, yeah. and it, there's the continuity there. It's, it's, it's a no-brainer. It's interesting because you say back in the room, he never left. You know, it's he's, in every, he's in every meeting. I'm in every meeting. Uh, really what AVP did, and I just mentioned it to, to the media, and, and I want to say it again, AVP is one of the all-time teammates in football. And what he did last year was he took a step – back uh, in, in some ways figuratively and let drew have that voice in the quarterback room now ultimately it was at the direction in a lot of ways at, at avp's direction at my direction if you will um but he he let drew you know operate at, at times in there um and and he did it and then it's like okay hey we're going to change it back to how we did it okay great he wants to do whatever, whatever is best for the team so i think we're just so fortunate to have that type of guy in that room coach when you bring in jim schwartz 
and we'll talk about why you made the move and, and what you're excited about. But is that is one of the first things that you talk about? Like, what would you do? How would you stop me? This is how I would attack you. Is that and is that an illuminating conversation? Well, yeah. I mean, Coach Schwartz has been doing this for a long time, so we've gone up against each other yeah. both when I'm the quarterback coach or the coordinator. So, uh, what he does is, is in a lot of ways there, there's beauty in the simplicity. Uh, his teams play really, really hard. They're sound. They're not going to beat themselves. Uh, and there are times, obviously, in third down where there's going to be some things that they're going to put the, the offense in a bind when it comes to how they deploy different players. Uh, but Coach Schwartz is, is, has seen so much football. He's called a ton of football games. Um, so that's what I'm excited about is just um, his ability, his experience with our guys. Uh, he's great at coaching the coaches. He's, he's developing young coaches, which I'm excited about. So uh, he, he's a he's a fun one to talk to. Again, he's the office next door, so we can talk ball uh, a lot. We, and, shoot, we've gone back. I put on tape from 2000, what was it? 13 when he was at Detroit and I was at Minnesota we put on a game and we were talking through some of the things so uh, those, all those plays all those games they stay with you so we, we've had plenty of time to discuss those Coach Schwartz certainly has it there's a, a charisma a bigness to his personality certainly and then uh, I don't know Bubba Ventrum but we talked to the Hoff about it Joe Thomas and um, he said he goes whatever it is he's got it so it, were there personality traits that you were looking for when you looked to these hires? Yeah I, I think you're, you're always looking for the best guys out there I mean you're looking for, for the the best that, that are doing it um, you're looking for guys with track records uh, but speaking to Bubba the person I mean uh, a fiery competitor uh, he, he's he's from Pennsylvania uh, like I mentioned we, we played against each other in, in college Bubba actually hurt his ankle um, at Franklin Field when he was playing us his senior season um, but and then made it to the NFL I mean he, he played safety I played safety he was good the difference right he was good I was not um, but just always a guy that I've had a ton of respect for just the, the person we have a ton of mutual friends just because he was at Villanova um, which is you know in the backyard of where I grew up is there was there something that you were looking for in terms of you know somebody that you mentioned Jim Schwartz his defenses are sound they're not going to beat themselves and we had an issue last year on defense with assignments that were not sound right and that cost us Coaches don't get to play, right? They're not the ones out there actually executing it. How how does Jim Schwartz ensure that it is sound, and, and how do you know what's the accountability for that? Is that something that you were looking for? Yeah, and I don't want to make it uh, too much of here's what we didn't do, and here's what we. I'll, I'll just more tell you what Jim is about, and one thing that you'll notice with him at practice and him at walkthroughs, uh, he's very involved, and and he is like the lone voice in a walkthrough where he that, that walkthrough that's that's Coach Schwartz. He's run, he's running that, um, and he wants it a very specific set of ways, both from the D line to the linebackers to the safety to the corners. He has that vision. Um, so I think the guys will, will certainly uh, respect – I think he has the pelts on the wall, so you automatically respect him. Um, but he, he's, his way of going about his business, uh, the way he's going to be demanding of our guys, I'm excited about. That process, right? Because I think we all look at it and it's almost like – like pieces on a chessboard, coordinator out, coordinator in. But these are these are your friends. These are yeah. people you've been with a long yeah. time. Yeah. How when when you think about Preef, uh, you th- and you, you think about the decisions that had to be made. Uh, this is the first time you've had to do that. Yeah. What is what was that like? That process. Yeah, none of that is easy. Um, th- these are you know coaches that that you respect, people that you respect, people that you love, um, that work like crazy for you. Uh, that, that that you know. So it's hard. I mean, this is. 
this is a people business. Um, it's also, you know, you got to make tough decisions, and, and you have to ultimately I have to do what's best, what I think is best for the team. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that there's some really, really good coaches that we uh, moved on from. It doesn't make them a bad person. doesn't make them a bad coach. In, in fact, they're great people. They're great coaches. Just for this point in time, for what I wanted to do, this is the uh, direction I went. Going back to Deshaun, because I think ultimately this season is largely going to be defined. It's a, it is the mo- ultimate team game, but as you look around this league, it's about teams that have great quarterback play and can score the football. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the last eight Super Bowl champions all top of the league in scoring. That's just what this league has come to. You now get to go. Everything you do is for Deshaun. Last year you kind of had to put in two separate paths, parallel paths at the same time. How excited are you for that? And you mentioned you can make throws. You think about far hash outs to Amari yeah. Cooper. You think about, right. you know, throwing to the back shoulder of the Chief on that cover two invert in Washington. A ball that DPJ said caught him in Cincinnati on that deep dig that was an absolute mm-hmm. blazer. Mm-hmm. How fun is it to, that you now, you know what it is, you know the deal, there's no wondering what's going to happen, that you guys get to get in the lab together, put this together with all the minds that you have in this building, with that quarterback, and and produce something that has a chance to be special yeah without a doubt you know that that is where it's it's different uh, this season um but to your point you know it, it is the team game so we want we want obviously to do what's best for deshaun because he's the quarterback of our team and, and we want to you know the quarterback is the main driver of every team uh but you know it's 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 all on all of us coaches players you name it to make sure that we're all in position to go succeed and, and, and succeed at times, you know, through the pass game through Deshaun and succeed at times through the run game, whether it goes through Nick or, or whomever that design play. Uh, so that's the fun part for us is putting it all together. There's no shortage of plays. You, you can draw up 40 plays. If you don't like them, I'll erase them and draw up 40 more. Uh, but it's finding those 40 that fit us, finding that game plan that fits us, that we can go play fast because I think that's the biggest thing in this game that you see some of these teams when you have a great understanding of what you're doing, you can just go play fast, and the guys are, are not thinking, they're just reacting. We certainly have a long – I mean, you can go through free agency, trades, draft, all of it. Roster's far from finished. But from the standpoint of uh, is there a sense from you, like this is what we've been building towards? Our best players are in their prime. We're A lot of them are on their second contracts. You've got the quarterback, the franchise quarterback. You have all these things. Is there a sense for you of like, okay – and I know I'm sure every year it's yeah. like that, but it's, it does feel a little different to us a little bit this yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, I think you, you know, I was just asked about this, and, and it's the truth. You feel the urgency of every year. You feel the urgency of every day when you're in the NFL. Um, but for us, yeah, it's exciting to have the, the quarterback in place. It's, it's exciting to have some of the things we're doing uh, defensively. So you, you try to do your best in, in putting that roster together and, and, and then go play. But, you know, I'll tell you, there's no perfect roster. That's just the the, the NFL. So you're always going to try to, you know, maximize your strengths is what you're trying to do. And then if you can, minimize the weaknesses uh, in any way. One of the things we've been talking about, obviously there are a lot of needs on defense, the defensive line. Now if free safety is is something we have to address. But I want to go back to the offense because you could roll out there right now. You have your offense from a year ago is back. We'll see what happens at center, obviously. But you could roll out there and you've got it. It feels like, you know, us talking and a lot of people, a speed receiver from through your eyes. If you had a guy that could vertically stretch, horizontally stretch, that was that kind of a threat, and everybody's looking for that, right? But yeah. what does that do for you as a play designer and a play caller, the space that that creates? Well, 
Yeah, I mean, speed is, is the name of the game, as we know, and, and, and there's some great, great examples of guys that uh, can touch it and go. And, you know, when you have speed, uh, and by the way, there's plenty of guys that didn't have that, you know, elite speed or that time speed that were great players. But sure. when you're talking generally speed, you can throw somebody a slant and they can go. And yeah. I, you've been around the guys where they catch it and they, they pluck it and they can go. On top of that, speed is the main thing that defensive backs respond to. When you talk to a corner, hey, what, 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 what do you feel? I feel speed. So when you have a guy that can come off the line of scrimmage and get that corner in a backpedal, get him to turn his hips, you really have him exactly where you want him. So speed is a, the name of the game when it comes to that position. Now there's plenty of – when you're designing plays, there's plenty of, you know, quote-unquote take the top off the defense. I think what gets, mis- what gets lost in that um, phrase is – you're trying to throw it to that person. You know, he, he may be taking the top off, but he's the first read. He's the alert. Um, so having a guy that can track the deep ball, that can go uh, open up things underneath, but is still that viable option down the field. Coach, get you out of here on this one. Uh, you broke the news over there that we're going to be uh, going over to Philly mm-hmm. for some joint practices. Um, we assume that you'll take care of us on the meals. I mean, we get some recommendations yeah. for us. Yeah. Uh, Everything. I guess I've never been to Philly. I look forward kidding. to it. No, never. I look. I, it's a hole in the I've been once. God's country. And I, I, I dined with B. West, Ryan Westbrook. Oh, nice. One yeah. of Philly's greatest sons, yes. Yeah, uh, we're only doing this for the food. That is the main <laughs> driver. Um, I'll get, You want a pro tip? I'll give you a pro tip. So, yep. Let me wait, get a pen. Yep, write this down. This um, is good. Yep. If it says on the menu, Philly cheesesteak, you don't want it. Just cheese. Just steak. says cheesesteak. You don't need to say Philly. You, whether you're in at. Philly or you're not in Philly, like like you, it. you just need to say cheesesteak. And there's plenty of cheesesteak places, and, and I'll, I'll put a list together for you, John. Oh, I like it. Beautiful. I like it. A Coach, tour. pleasure. Good seeing you again. Yep. All right, guys. Appreciate Coach Kevin it. Stavansky joining us here. So much more to come. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.